Aloha, this is Sol, the founder of Sol University. Welcome to our five-part series on embracing change. Over the next few minutes, you'll hear a snippet of a conversation that I've had with someone I know to be a powerful change agent. Enjoy. We are going to deal with change. I have an expert panel lined up to make sure you have a wide variety of ways for you to begin to look at how you can befriend change with ease and grace. Let's dive right in. Vicki Winterton, all I can say about Vicki is she exemplifies the concept of collaboration. I've known Vicki for at least a couple of years. She is the goddess of connections. She is a collaborator near and dear to my heart, and that is what has kept me just bowing in gratitude every time I run across Vicki and all of her work. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, and thank you for the warm introduction, Saul. My pleasure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the name of the game of this show is collaboration, if you haven't figured it out. And Vicki, you've been working with people individually and in a kind of a group environment for how many years now? Oh, gosh, it's been probably close to 25 years. Okay. In those 25 years, if you were to put up the big chart on the wall and step back and look at how people have been resistant to change, what do you think is the number one reason people resist change? I have a belief around this, and it's a really strong one, that our fears surround the fact that we're so powerful. Marianne Williamson had a beautiful quote where she said, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And that would really describe how I feel about fear. I don't think it has so much to do with what we're afraid we can't do, but the whole idea of moving forward and moving through fear is really examining the fact that we're so powerful that that is the real frightening aspect. Interesting. You're bringing up a common theme, fear. Is there a flavor of fear that you can tickle out of this? Is it fear of success, not fear of failure? It's fear of success. Am I hearing that right? Exactly so. I think if I, if I were to really drill down on that, the, the area I think where it has the most impact is our ability to take action. I think that the fear of our greatness has a tendency to paralyze our activity. And without that action, no one will know we're there and we really stagnate our success or any chance of success. Interesting. The analysis paralysis flavor there. It, exactly. Okay. And that's why when you mentioned I have a number of endeavors out there, including the coach exchange, but everything I've done, including a magazine, including a broadcast, and almost everything I do, it surrounds the idea of bringing coaches and solo entrepreneurs into immediate action. So what I've tried to do in my business life is create venues that will not teach them how because sometimes that's a wonderful thing. Learning is fabulous, but sometimes we can use that as a platform in order not to take real action. So I try to develop all my programs and all of the companies that I'm involved in around actually moving people into direct action. It's not how do you do a broadcast. It is let's do a broadcast next week. 
And I think that's real important to take that action and whatever needs to happen to move yourself into that action, immediately the fear will reside. This is what and I found you, to be true for me. Beautiful. You just asked, answered the question I was going to ask you. Your way of resolving fear of success is move past data gathering, got to learn, I'm not good enough, blah, 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 to, you know what, even if I'm not good enough, I have enough data, I'm going to give this a whirl, let's do it. That's another belief that I have. I think that we inherently have everything we need to be successful. But the learning experience may give us additional tools and additional experiences to bring to whatever platform we're developing, to our clients, to our products. To me, the learning is really an enhancement. If we lean too much on the learning as a crutch, we won't get into action. And so I think it's really important. I worked with a coach several years ago, and I was thinking about taking some pretty advanced classes, and she asked me the simple question. She said, Vicki, do you feel you need to take those classes in order to succeed, or do you want to take them to enhance your experience and that experience that you'll bring to those people you interact with? And I said, I, I definitely feel it's an enhancement. She said, then you're, then you're operating from a place of advancement and, and courage. If you feel you absolutely have to have it in order to succeed, you're coming from a place of fear. And I thought that was such an interesting dis distinction mm -hmm. that it's really stuck with me. It's something that I use really as a tool to help me make my decisions in life, particularly about learning experiences as opposed to taking action at the time. All right. So for those listening then, Vicki, if they're sitting on the that, literally that edge, they want to be active. They want to step off that thinking and they want to step onto that doing platform suggestions when they're about to go on to that first, oh my God, here I go step? Find a venue that even if it's an uncomfortable venue to take that first step and plunge in because life and business and everything we do is a learning experience and it's not like we learn and then we just evolve and start taking action and taking action. That's really not the way I found life works. You take action and you learn and you take action and you learn and it's a, a constant process. It can be a fabulous adventure if you can embrace the action along with the learning. And I also talked with another coach who works quite frequently with Olympic athletes, and he said that basically that's the difference that they see between their experience of fear and what some people would experience as failure and learning along the way. They really feel it's a process to their excellence, where if we take those things that we fear and the times that maybe we haven't had the outcome that we had hoped for, if we take that as a failure, that's a whole different learning experience, action experience, than looking at that as part of our process to excellence. I thought that was quite inspirational. So you just answered that age-old question. If you know you could not fail, what would you do? Exactly. And you've answered it in a way. If, if you take everything that's happening to you in your life and use it as a lesson, it's impossible to fail. And another thing that I think is a really important question to possibly ask yourself to get into action is what wouldn't I do to succeed? Because if you can really isolate those things that you wouldn't do to achieve your goals, 
you're going to have so many action items left over that you would do. Just grab one or two of those and do them. Love it. Vicki, we could take two hours to continue to drill down into this. The, the highlight that you're saying is, based at the risk of uh, copyright infringement here, is just do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And by all means, when you're doing it, enjoy it. That's the most important part. There you are. There you are. Vicki, thank you so much for being part of this spectacular panel. Thank you, Sol. It's always a pleasure, and thank you to all the listeners for sharing their time with us. Thanks again for listening. This is Sol, the founder of Sol University. If you need assistance with embracing change, we'll see you in class. Aloha. Aloha.